I'm speaking with uh, Gus Lorenz, Extension Entomologist with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, about how the uh, sub-freezing weather uh, that Arkansas has been experiencing the past week or so is uh, possibly going to help soybean growers and other farmers later this year by uh, reducing the populations of red-banded stink bugs. And Dr. Lorenz, uh, talk with us about this here just for a couple of minutes. Uh, while it is rather cold outside and we are having some sub-freezing weather, we've had a, you know some outbreaks and infestations of these stink bugs the last couple of years have been a problem for our uh, soybean growers and other producers. So you think this year might be a little different? Yes, sir, I do. I, I, we're really uh, encouraged by the, the cold weather. You know, uh, coming into the 2017 season, we had a couple of mild winters in a row that really uh, made the, the issue worse with red band because they are uh, subtropical insect. Uh, you know, they're they moved here from the tropical areas, and and as we, the mild winters uh, didn't reduce the numbers uh, over winter in mortality, we didn't get any. And as a result of that, uh, our numbers built up really quickly in 2017. And and in fact, we we were doing ditch bank surveys, looking at sweeping crimson clover and and wild host uh, in March, uh, in early April. And we're picking up a lot of red bands in crimson clover. That's a, a favorite host for them. And we knew we were going to have issues going into the 17 season. And that's why we had the symposium down at, at uh, Stoneville, Mississippi for the three state area. And, and as we get sure enough, as we got into the season, we, we saw some really big numbers, particularly in the southern half of the state. But by the end of the year, uh, red band had moved all the way across uh, into northeast Arkansas and even up into the Boot Hill and West Tennessee and even up into Kentucky. So this thing spread very quickly across the, the state, and, and we saw, uh, particularly in the southern half of the state, we had growers that had to spray uh, as much as four times to control this pest. The reproductive potential of this of this stink bug compared to our native uh, stink bugs is is much greater, and as a result, we saw numbers explode. And if people weren't prepared and didn't take uh, uh, immediate action when they got thresholds in their fields, which is about half of what our native stink bugs is, because of the damage that they cause, we saw some pretty severe damage in the southern half of the state. Our, on the earliest planted beans, we saw a lot of damage, a lot of load rejections and that kind of thing and and uh, on top of it uh, additional sprays it uh, just not sustainable for our soybean producers so we started doing a lot of work with them and and uh trying to determine you know exactly when we needed to spray and when we could terminate applications and we made a lot of progress on our research we feel like we're we're well ahead of the game and, and we're changing our thresholds uh, based on that research. And as we go into the to the meeting season this year, we'll be discussing that extensively with our growers at, at producer meetings and that kind of thing. But, but they, uh, they really blew up on us and, and we learned a lot about them. Uh, but now we've got this cold weather that came in and there's been a little work 
done looking at the impact of, of the temperatures. And anytime you get uh, a lot of hours uh, below 32 degrees, and, and particularly when it drops below like 22 to 23 degrees for an extended period of time, uh, we see a, as much as a 90 to 95% reduction in numbers uh, in overwintering. So it looks good. It looks very positive right now for for overwintering uh, mortality on, on these red bands. So we're very hopeful, but we're holding out. We're going to be doing our ditch bank surveys again in, in February, March, and early April and seeing uh, – just exactly how good a job this this winter weather did for us, but we're we're very hopeful based on the research that's been done with the number of hours that we've had of below 32 degrees that it's uh, we're going to be in good shape. And I don't think it's going to be near the impact for our producers in 2018 that it was in 17. Will this extended cold weather uh, apply to? Will it help? decrease the populations of other invasive pests. Uh, We had a large armyworm outbreak last year as well. Yes, sir. You know, fall fall armyworm is a migratory pest, but the last two years they overwintered in the state, just like red band. And so anytime you can knock them completely out of the state, it takes longer for them to get in uh, to the state and start being a problem. So, you know, what we would tell growers to do to take advantage of this of this weather that we've had this winter is is do the same things that you always do plant early use early maturing varieties try to get out in front of these pests before they have time to build up so uh, red uh, imported fire ants and fall armyworms and all those kind of migratory pests that we normally have to deal with from year to year should be uh, greatly reduced this coming growing season. Good news. Good news. Well, let's see if we can get a little more of this cold weather before the winter is over so that that will help reduce these populations. Uh, And thank you, Dr. Lorenz, for giving us a few minutes of your time. You're welcome. Been speaking with Dr. Gus Lorenz, extension entomologist with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture.